Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Sound cloud and most other places podcasts are available if you enjoy it please subscribe it's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode got an extra buck or two wouldn't mind tossing the podcast tip jar please visit patreon.com forward slash mark Sterry music podcast also considering you help get the word out on the street via social media five-star rating interview and or tell a friend or two happy thought of the day is by jeff tweedy even the most dismal and hopeless sounding wilco music to my ears has always maintained a level of hope and constellation. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 267. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Due to COVID, Minnesota Governor Walls has paused many things in Minnesota, so all my shows and therapy dog work are on lockdown again for the time being. Thanksgiving to Christmas is a very important time for musicians and folks in the hospitality industry, so please support your favorite restaurants via takeout or whatever you can, and I'm sure the Facebook Live shows will be popping up again as well. Thanks, stay safe, and appreciate your support. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Thursday, played a duo show at B-Dale Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota. Fun night, but bummer saying goodbye to all my B-Dale cronies for the holidays. Go support JT! Friday, played a solo show at Ingredients in Wiper Lake, Minnesota. Place was packed. Families of workers, music fans, and overall Ingredients fans came out to support the last night there for the foreseeable future. Owner Len promised me as soon as they open again, I'll be back. Upcoming shows. Saturday, November 28th, 2020, we'll be playing a solo show at Hacks Pub in Milltown, Wisconsin from 8 to 11 p.m. Guest this week. Hey, this is Charlie, and this is part one of two with my dad, Chris Hornish, my uncle, Tom Hornish, and James Aquig of the Nightlight Chasers talking about their new album, The Other Side. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, everybody. We're here in Hastings, Minnesota at Manor Lane Studios with the members of the Night Light Chasers celebrating the new record, The Other Side. We're here with Mr. Chris Hornish, one of the best friends of my entire life I've recorded a million records with. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> we have our, I didn't we have think our, it was that hard. We have our sidekick, but... Charlie, here as well, uh, who did an intro for us. Thanks, Charlie. We'll make that work. But, yeah, we are having a hard time with James's last name, which is Ockwig. James Ockwig. Ockwig. James, a... what uh, 
what kind of nationality is that? What is that? Or did you I, just make that up? Well, <laughs> is that your stage name? No, I, that, that's what they told me it was, and so I went with it. It's uh, Norwegian. So it's been a number of years since I've been back here in Manor Lane Studios, and when I was in the band Mark Starry and the Whiskey Roses, we recorded, I believe, all our albums down here at Manor Lane Studios, and uh, Chris is a guest on the show. He was on one of the first episodes five plus years ago, and we were also on a, um, what other show were you on? Was it a John, John, top five John Lennon songs? John Lennon, yep. Yeah, yep. they got a lot of downloads. Yeah, I think stuff. I might it was a lot of fun. First po- was I on the first? No, I mean not the first podcast. It was no, it was, it was pretty early. It was episode yeah. four or five yeah. or something. I don't know. So you know, Chris has been on the show before, but it's been a while. And uh, despite COVID, these guys have been working and put out a, re- a new record this year. And I've been listening to it like crazy. It's an excellent record recorded here. And this, uh, how many records do the Nightlight Chasers have? This was our third full album release. Yeah, as the Nightlight Chasers, that is the third. And then, Chris, you have others, other albums before, yeah. you know, kind of rebranded into the Nightlight Chasers. And Right, yeah. So Tom and I, it's, a, it's our seventh album together that, that Tom and I worked on. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just have to top of my head. So where did the name Nightlight, the Nightlight Chasers come from? Yeah, the story behind that is we, we were playing as the Fountainheads, so... Um, and that was serving us pretty well. We had put out a second album with that. And then as, you know, social media and the different mechanisms that you could get your music out started to grow, we realized there were other bands that were using Fountainheads. And what kind of pushed us over the edge was there was like a kind of a, it was a group from Israel and they were kind of like a song and dance group and they were just massive. They're like, it was like a church or something. So they they were just pumping out content like 40 videos a week. And we're a small band. We can't really protect our name or anything like that. But we're, we're just, like, getting um, hidden, basically, you know, behind this massive amount of, in, you know, output that was being done. So so we decided we got we to change your name. We kicked around a lot of ideas. And um, I had written this song called Nightlight Chaser. And the line, the big chorus line is, I don't want to be a nightlight chaser. Um, I want to be a star. So, um it was kind of written like, uh, you know, I don't want to just just live an ordinary life. I want to want to do something big with it. Um, the irony of it was that even though we didn't, the song says we don't want to be nightlight chasers. Ultimately, we we became nightlight chasers. So we liked the sound of it. We were looking for something that was unique, you know. So you have to, um, as time goes by, you got to get more and more creative. So we moved into like a a three word space instead of a two word space and. Um, we think we're sitting pretty good now. Thought I would mention again this week that this year, 45th Parallel and 4 Dads Hudson is partnering up for their annual holiday baskets to raise money for local charities in the area. Check out their Facebook page for more info. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, Slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45parallelstillery.com for hours and more information. So when you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. 
All right. And so we know that James has an awful commute here to get to the studio to rehearse and record. Uh, how did you get... You had Jeff McCusker on drums for years. We were friends with him, and he was a good engineer. And uh, so, James, how did you come about to be part of this band? Well... I moved in uh, across the street. That's actually where I'm, where I'm coming from, and uh, like directly across the street from Chris's house and uh, Manor Lane Studios. I mean, imagine my luck. And uh, Chris, as a good neighbor, introduced himself to me, and we got to talking. And how is it that I just moved across the street from somebody who likes to record his own music just like I do, and uh, they needed a drummer? I'm like, well, hey, I play drums, and I'll come over. I'll help you practice your songs, and no intention to, to join the band or not to intrude on, on what they're doing. And they invited me in, and they invited me into the band. They must have liked what they heard when, you know, uh, hearing the songs for the first time and getting the beats down. How many years have you been playing with these guys now? Oh, 2014 so i mean we're going on five six years so awesome man um so what's the what was the story of making this record how did this record all start out what was some of the first songs that came through and what was your process to get this whole thing going mm -hmm. what i recall is you know we had put out the album start a star in 2017 um like that was a that was a album that you you provided some some of your talents on and i think you're probably familiar with this too anytime you put an album together you usually have a couple songs that you know they just don't make the cut or they're new or they don't they don't quite fit with whatever you're putting out so i think what i recall is we had you know three or four songs that we thought maybe we'd get on to start a star but then we got to 10 songs for, for start a star and we're like yeah it's good let's just let's get that out um so that ended up being really nice because then when we did get that out and we were ready to kind of get back in and start a new project, we already had three or four songs, you know, that we had a pretty good idea that, you know, we wanted to get on a record and we knew what we wanted to do with them. So like, well, I know one song was Reach For You um, that made the cut this time around. Some fall in love only to part Let's never lose sight of that spark star Yeah, I thought that was going to be on Star to Star, but uh, it just didn't make it. Yeah. Um, so that kind of got us going. We had a few songs, and um, I don't know what what ultimately kicked off the sessions. Like when we decided, I think as soon as as soon as we got our last album out, we were kind of ready to make the next one. But you you know you want to promote it a little bit. You try to get out and play live a little bit. You get busy with some other things. We um, put some videos together, things like that. Um, but I think, yeah, just after, you know, a year or a year and a half or so of working the Star to Star songs over and, and pushing those out, we were ready to come back and, and start in on the next one. And we, we had a head start. So what's your guys' song writing process? So do you write with Tom or do you write separately and then show them the songs? Or how do you guys go about sharing the songs with each other, getting them ready to record? We've done it a lot of different ways with like with the release of this album Tom Tom pointed out that um I I personally I've been officially part now of 100 songs you know that have been you know 
officially put together, you know, spent some time on. That's a big number, you know, 100 songs. So they've come together in all different kinds of ways. Um, most of the time, I've got something scratched out, you know, like a verse and a chorus, or I have, I have the lyrics kind of figured out, and I'll bring that to James and Tom. Chris likes to put his songs in... Uh, like a roaster or bro or something, where the songs just sit there and cook for f- five years, and then he brings them back out, and it's like, hey, I wrote this song like five years ago. Do you guys want to? I think it's got potential. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't able to make the annual up north trip for deer hunting camp due to COVID concerns, so wasn't able to cruise around the majestic forests and backroads in northern Wisconsin. But I'm sure I'll find some trouble to get into this holiday week in my black Jeep Cherokee again from ID Chrysler Pine City, Minnesota. When 250,000 miles in my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler Pine City, and the staff couldn't have more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive at 35 to 715 Northridge Court Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Well, see, so my problem is, it's like, I write a lot. I mean, I am always writing songs. So I've already probably overwritten what I'm ultimately going to be able to release. But the luxury of that is I can kind of, I can dig back now into, you know, this vast reservoir of songs. I can, I can pick out some of the stuff that, you know, sounds a little better. Maybe there's some other songs. Um, so there's a lot to choose from. Uh, yeah, Chris and Tom are just songwriting machines. So Yeah. Who would you say would be influences on this particular group of songs like what artists you guys will always have the beatles you know hooks and there's some beatle-esque type songs on here but there is also i hear like some wilco kind of stuff some more artsy folk with rock twists some cool riffs what were some of the artists that influenced this record yeah i think some that come to mind out of the gate are um Death Cab for Cutie is one kind of you know more modern rock band today that I know Tom has been heavily influenced by. So there are elements of that that he would bring into the songs. There is yours and there is mine. There is a desert veiled in pavement. And there's a city of seven hills. That's been good, I think, for us, just in terms of you know adding some diversity to the sound. And, um, I mean, Wilco's definitely always on our mind. We we've been covering some REM tunes, and uh, you know REM they were a four piece, but Michael Stipe didn't sing a lot. So the, when you when you go back and you look at like some of the '80s stuff that REM did, they're really a three piece band. Um, so we know that we um, have kind of appreciated some of the output and like how, how they make sound. And that was an Im- impact on this album for sure. See, that's the thing when you talk about influences, because Tom and I, we have very similar influences, but bringing James in. Um, completely different. Yeah. Um, bringing me in now, I'll, I'm influenced by Queen 
Guns N' Roses, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Boston. I love Boston. I'm gonna take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda. I'm gonna tell you right away. I can't wait another day, Amanda. I'm gonna. And, uh, it's 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 that's the interesting part and sometimes it, it, it's the tough part because i'm bringing more of a rock sound to uh to what chris and tom are bringing in and, and uh trying to you know marry those sounds together mm-hmm. so i hear that and i like that what and that, no offense to anybody but i think what bringing a straight ahead these guys are artsy fartsy songwriters. <laughs> you know, you, and you can hear hear the material and I mean I've I've heard a lot of their songs now, obviously, but I mean you you can uh you can definitely hear the Beatles influence. Yes, but like these guys, they could be playing sixteen, eighteenth time on a set of spoons. It get would get so artsy sometimes. <laughs> when you have just a straight rock drummer, you keep them between the ditches so it's very listenable. And when you're driving, it's rock. It's like a cool straight rock vibe. And that's why I think that keeps that nice center while these guys can experiment with other stuff and it keeps it really listenable. I think that's a good way to say it. I mean, it grounds it grounds us for sure. I mean, would, do you agree, James? I would say it just it just it pushes the sound in a new direction, which I think is good because I mean, you guys, your your songs are getting better and better and better. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, so, uh, so you influence Death Cab for Cutie and Wilco. You have that, but he adds the Mellencamp drive in it, like yeah. keeps it. It's Tom Petty, yeah. Mellencamp, Kenny Arnoff drive through it. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B. Dale Club, looking at the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. JT will be open for business 5 to 9 p.m. every night. Please phone the club at 651-489-5386 to order and pick up all your B-Dale favorite meals. Rob, Natalie, Shelly, and our bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told it's being talked about in these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails. We're selling like hotcakes, karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tents, bingo nights, bocce tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one when bars get off lockdown. Well, it's it's so funny because I mean, okay, so I brought I brought a song on the on this CD on the other side CD, and uh, you played it for your family, and they told you that it sounded like REM. That what that's true because they thought your voice sounded like Michael Stipe, which, which is, I don't hear at all. Yeah, I don't either. And yeah. you sing "Say Goodbye," right? Say goodbye. That's that's my song. Did yeah. you write that song as well? Yeah, that's mine. 
I didn't think you sounded like Michael Stipe at all. You had more of a lower voice. Yeah, compared to Chris and Tom, it does come across pretty low. So some of my favorite songs on the record, Chris, I'd like to ask you, my favorite one on this whole record, uh, my two favorites would be The Sun Still Shines in Texas. That's a Tomcat song, right? Mm-hmm. Hope we get to ask him about that. But Crying Shame is my, just my favorite song on the record. I just love that. I played that in breaks on my shows. It's just this cool pop rocker song. What's the story behind Crying Shame? Uh, Crying Shame, I think it's uh, drawn from where I've drawn a lot of my songs from, and that's, you know, disappointments in relationships or um, just things in life that you want to work out, but they don't work out. That's that's kind of the premise. And, I, you know, I've kind of approached life very philosophically, and I feel like you can kind of, um, you can kind of steer your way through it if you you pay attention and you try to make good decisions and it's not that you know you're not going to run into unexpected things but that you have some control over your your destiny more or less right and i think the song is more coming to terms like with that concept like oh it's a crying shame that this didn't work out it should have worked out um but a lot of the lyrics are about like you know you got to work with what's coming at you you got to work with the fates you got to um you have to, like we were talking earlier today. You gotta, you have to come to terms with understanding what you can control and what things you can't control. And uh, um, Epictetus, dichotomy and control. Yeah, yeah. So that that's crying shame. I'm a stoicism fan. In there, yeah. um, and then like the song itself too. I like you know, I wrote that song and then uh, messed around with the key a little bit. So it's the key of C. And that, like for my voice, it's the key of C is a good one where I can kind of lean into the vocal a little bit. So um, anytime I want to kind of really, you know, deliver, get it in the key of C. Out of Chris's 100 songs he's recorded, I'm probably familiar with 75 of them, 100. And this is my favorite vocal take you've ever done. Wow, I love the attitude. I liked uh, the the presence of it. I really, you were really putting yourself over to quote wrestling terms, and cutting a promo. I just loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Had some it. attitude about it. Uh, talking about another song of yours I really enjoy on here is Once Upon a Time I Did, mm-hmm. What the second track on this record. What's the story behind that song? Once upon a time I did. Yeah, this is going to sound like a broken record, but similar terms here. Like this, this song is about, um, you know, reconciling with lost love, more or less. You've and we, I mean, we can all relate to this. I think if you're a guy or a girl, if you've lived long enough, you're you're going to have to go through something like this. Um, but it, it's more or less like it's an apology song. It's like you know, um, and and it's it's. The idea is to have some hope in the aftermath of a relationship that doesn't work out to say, man, um, you walk away from that relationship and you're just like, uh, life's terrible. Love doesn't exist. Um, this is all BS. The song is kind of, you know, meant to be a counterpoint to that. And like, just, you know, yeah, this didn't work out, but just remember that, you know, for a time, for a moment, you know, we shared some, we shared authentic, real love between us, and that—that's a matter. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It can be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go with some fun. Till next time.
Okay.